0: Welcome to another exciting edition of ARG Presents, That's Rated X. Bam! I'm your good buddy, your good pal, Amigo Aaron, joined by a man who's Rated X day in, day out. It's a lifestyle. I give you the Brent. You know, we restarted the show for that intro. That's right, because that was better. Think of the bad one you missed. (laughs) So, last week... We spun the wheel. We made the exciting deal. This is a deal that our good friend John Bonacart has been itching for. We're going to play some BAM original Xbox exclusives. This is another Xbox. Right exclusive, con, yes. Con, <laughs> I, I like how you augment that part in, and we'll get to the reason why in a minute. But it's Xbox exclusive games. Now, this isn't our first rodeo with the original no, Xbox. it's a show like 260. No. Oh, you mean with the yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna we've be, been you, down this road you're gonna before. You're going to be difficult to work with today, aren't you? The brand? <laughs> Absolutely. So, we've covered the Xbox a couple times now uh, back in the day. Uh, I believe amongst the games we looked at on here were Futurama. Yes. Uh, Test Drive Eve of Destruction. That's a must play. We also have covered... Uh, Cthulhu, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth was an Xbox game we uh, looked at. Can you think of any other ones we looked at on here? Uh, we looked no. at a few. Yeah. And so today we'll look at a few more, but these are Xbox exclusives. Console. Sort of. Brent, when you think of the Xbox, it's the games that were only released on the Xbox. There are a ton that leap into my mind. What about you? Well, Halo. The Halos. But those got PC releases eventually. Right. Well, I mean, it's console exclusives. Everything comes to the PC eventually, Aaron, whether it wants to or not. A couple of ones that come to my mind, and I'm sure you've played these Were the Crimson uh, Skies. Game that was a lot of fun, and I don't. I was surprised that that one didn't get released anywhere else. Yeah, Did you ever play fun. that yeah. one? Yeah, I almost picked that one. Yeah, I played those. Uh, some of the dead or alive games had Xbox exclusives. I've got a big list Beat here. Trolley volleyball, Baby, uh, the original UFC game was an Xbox exclusive, the first couple of those, yeah. You ever played? If you play, if you're in the MMA, those were fun. There were a couple, you know, I had an Xbox, as did you. Yes. And I can, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, as you know. And uh, the wrestling uh, games on the on the Xbox were god-awful. They, they had some Xbox exclusives, including Raw 2. You know it's good when it's Raw 2. <laughs> and then the even worse, WrestleMania 21, which was horrible. They got no, and then PlayStation, are getting wrestling games to beat the band. Well, they, the, the now you're naming things that are... Not Xbox, original Xbox exclusive. What do you mean? Those were both Xbox exclusives. They yeah, never but, appeared on any other machine, thank but, God. But not not the original. Now Xbox. let's talk about the big games that were exclusive. They were beating around the bush here. There were several big titles, and the ones I'm thinking about were right off the top were like Fable. Yes. Remember when Fable came out? Yeah, cuz those are ones that were made by uh uh Microsoft Studios. You were yeah. really into the whole Fable thing. Man, I love the first Fable. Were you did, were cuz I mean you were into it before it was released. Was that one yes. that lived up to the hype? That was, was uh, that was that I mean no, it didn't live up to the hype because it couldn't. That, it it, it was, was extremely hyped, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, way way overhyped. I mean, that's the that's the Peter's special I guess. The what? <laughs> could you not call it that? Listen. But well, please never call it that. Listen. When you get the Peter special, you know it's going to be all uh-huh. hype and no uh-huh. substance. Oh, I don't know what to say about that. No. Um but yeah, fable was fable was good. It just wasn't as good as it could have. It should have was claimed to be. What was that exclusive and you, I know you'll remember this because you own it. Okay. Uh, it's the it was based in like uh, Japanese folklore. Uh, 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 Jade Empire. Jade Empire. That was yeah. another one that was an exclusive to the Xbox. Yeah, it was real good too. And it, now, did you have a preference between the two? Oh, Jade Empire was a much better game, but it also released much later. Really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Then. But F- 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 two different types of games. I mean, Fable was supposed to be the whole you're uh, running through the story uh, and it progresses, it never goes away. Uh, yeah. That was not something that happened in the. Uh, Jade Empire game. Did Fable two was that a release on the Xbox or was that on the three hundred and sixty? I can't remember. It's been yeah. so long yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I don't. I can't remember, I remember I can't either. I console. think that one came on the on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Another thing I want to mention when it come, when you think Xbox exclusives, there's one game that comes to my mind, and that's the old Kabuki Warriors, one of the all time bad fighting games. You ever played Kabuki no. Warriors? You've never played that? No, I don't believe so. Oh man. <laughs> It's a must play. Another one I almost picked actually was called Kung Fu Chaos because the name looked cool. It didn't age well. Let's just <laughs> put it that way. It was a Bitty Hill level of humor. You know what I mean? Well, that, yeah, I was like, well, that probably, that probably wouldn't fly today. Uh, so that, I'll I kick that one to the curb. You know, I'm looking here at a huge list of uh, of a of Xbox suits. There's more than I would have thought. Come on, if you look. Well, this you list, have to remember. First of all, Microsoft had an active studio at the time. Yeah. They were trying to make their their console successful, and especially back then, to be a successful console, you had to have exclusives. Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all there was a lot. Well, you know, I, as I look over this list, and I'm thinking to myself, man, a lot of these things fell off the earth. So being exclusive wasn't what I would call... I mean, there weren't a ton of exclusives all time great exclusives on here. I'd say there were a handful. Oh, I'd say there's enough. <laughs> Fair I'd enough. I'd say there's enough. Fair enough. Well I mean, I think the Xbox, we've talked this before. Uh, the Xbox is undercovered. Man. I think the original Xbox had a lot of fun games on it. Yeah. And a lot of ports that were at the top of their at the top of the heap amongst the other machines that were around at the time, in sort my of. opinion. The uh, the uh, the hard drive, the built-in hard drive Gave this thing an edge. The built the power it had gave it a little bit of an edge. So a lot of times, if the games weren't very good, it was basically because they dropped the ball. It wasn't because the hardware wasn't there or the programming abilities. I mean, it's it's this should have been the easiest console to program one. If you think about it. Well, yeah, I mean, because it was basically a PC, and right. now they're all basically PCs. Right, so right. You if you uh, if you're listening or watching, and you think of some really good exclusives you enjoy, drop us a comment down below. And uh, let us know which ones you like. i like to. I'm kind of interested in what other people were into that we don't know about. Fair enough, you know, fair enough. So, with all that said, the Brent, yes, it was our duty to find some games mm-hmm. on the original mm-hmm. Xbox that we that were exclusive games. Now, last week, you made these certain rules Yes, that you uh, appended early in, in your choosing. Yeah. by that, I mean, you choose the game the same night that broke both the rules. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, here we go. We chose those rules, right? And you're like, ah, I don't want to do rules. No, that's not what I said. I said nothing. You're blaming me for your failure. Don't uh, give me that. But then, I, 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 you know, we we announce our na- games on Discord yeah. uh, early so people from the community can play them if they want and, and leave a review. Yeah. And I thought, man, this was a great game and I can play it up like I'm playing uh Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and yeah. then I hide what I'm actually playing in a spoiler tag. Was that it was that, that that was the whole reason I picked this was game. Was that was not, were Knights of the Old Republic a Xbox exclusive? It uh, wasn't, was it? I don't know. Let's see it was on my list here. No, it wasn't. Okay. Now, I mean the the uh Yeah. The uh, but I mean, after what a I, weird joke he played, <laughs> yeah, this sounds I, like a way to mask your own stupidity. No, 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 no. no, because no. I, after I picked the game, I picked, I, I was like, Man, now I need to get something somehow fitted into the rules. I was like, I'll just change the rules, yeah, no and, kidding. And your, then, I guess it's your show, you can do what you want. And then I picked The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay, The Butcher Bay. Now, this. Yeah. This is one before you get too deep into it that I absolutely heard about uh, for for a good while. This had a lot of hype, yes, uh, because Vin Diesel uh, was at the time uh, quite a big deal. Uh, well, you, what's, you, you if you, you if you're gonna tell the story, I'm you gotta out. Tell I'm out. It, right? Go, go, man, go. <clears throat> uh, pitch Black. Have you ever seen Pitch Black? I have seen Pitch Black. Right. It was a. Horror sci-fi movie yeah. that got a crap budget that released and ended up doing better than expected. And it, it featured uh, Vin Diesel, and it was um, him in the main, char- main character role because there was a big fight on set on who was the main character because, mm-hmm. really, Vin Diesel's only in, like, a third of the movie. If have, you actually, have you seen uh, the movie? Oh, Yes. You know the Come. best guy in that. There's a guy John. in there who does the voice of uh, Goliath, <clears throat> and um, um, among other men, hundreds of uh, of uh, roles and voice uh, acting. So yeah, that. So he was cool in that. But yeah, that was. Uh, it was a surprisingly good movie with a very scary bad guy. Right. So, <clears throat> well, the aliens or the bad. guys. That's what guys. I'm talking about. Um, so you you have this movie. It does really well, and Vin Diesel. Had his fingers all up in this project, right? And he's like, "All right, time to give me a lot of money, and we're gonna spend this. We're gonna take Pitch Black and spin it, and we're gonna make this whole universe." Yeah. Well, I mean, was Pitch Black a movie? Because it's not mentioned. I don't, is it referencing this at all? The... Oh, I'm getting Oh, I'm there, sorry, Mr. Ahead. Jump Ahead. That's what I asked about the movie. Go ahead. So when uh, Pitch Black came out. Did really well, and they started planning on a sequel. Well, the sequel splits from the game, okay. right? It has the same characters. Uh, uh, Wait, a minute, the, there's a movie based on this game? No, well, there's a movie based on the movie. I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> *Chronicle* Rick was a film. Yeah, <laughs> I remember *Pitch Black*, I remember the other one. And then uh, *Escape from Butcher Bay* is is the is the game. So you've got a movie that does sort of what pitch black does but it goes so far more and, and it's, it's about this uh alien race that it can feed on the dead and try to take over the universe and Riddick for some reason decides that he's gonna be uh a, he's gonna go and stop them and they find Riddick finds out he is a like uh, a ultra being that this is his destiny and that kind of thing, uh, and it, that goes the mo- that movie goes down that path. Okay, Escape from Butcher Bay. The game stays on the pitch black path and takes that character the t- character from that and moves forward that way. Uh-huh. That is why a lot of people feel that uh, Chronicles Reddick, Escape from Butcher Bay is more the sequel to Pitch Black than the actual movie that's the pit- sequel to Pitch Black because they diverse in such different ways. I'm assuming that movie didn't do too well since I forgot it existed. Uh, it did. I, I guess it did fine. <clears throat> so in comes Vin Diesel, starts his own video game company, and says, yeah, we're making this game. Uh, gets the okay from the studio. The studio loves it because they don't have to do anything. They're going to get money. Yeah, um, I love when that happens. They, they find uh, uh, publishers in uh, Vendetti Universal, um, and they put this game together. And Vin Diesel has a lot of input into this game. Uh, he's not in their programming, right? That'd be stupid. That'd be but funny. The direction of the game, the direction of the game, and the way the game flows, he had a part of. Yeah. Including voice lines, because his whole thing was he didn't want uh, Riddick to talk as much, and they actually forced him. They were like, "Listen, you're the main character. We've got to have you saying more stuff." Because he he wanted it where you would only have like two or three lines in the entire game. Yeah, it which would have been a bit of much different say game. A time. He says enough. Yeah. So they make the game. Uh, it releases on Xbox uh, in, in North America, June first, two thousand four. They. Sort of corresponds with the same time that the movie was released. And it is a instant smash mega hit. Mm. Uh, The game got so much hype in magazines and everything uh, for its graphics, its lighting, uh, having Vin Diesel in it. Because at this time, he's... He's not just the Fast and Furious star. He actually has a little more clout. They're trying to get him to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. This predates the Fast and Furious, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And it it it's not um it it's not his big time yet. But magazines and stuff, he's given interviews. And if you've got a Vin Diesel interview in your magazine, you're gonna get more people picking it up than if he didn't. You think that's his real name? I don't care. Vin uh, so when you when you open up to the game, right? You're playing as Riddick, and you are captured in the in by uh, John's the bounty hunter, and he is taking you to uh, Butcher Bay. And the way the prisons work is, it's almost like a prestige thing. Uh, if your prison has more famous criminals, like you get more money and prestige. So bounty hunters take prisoners to. Prisons who will pay them the most money, and that's how Reddick finds his way in Butcher Bay. And the whole first sequence, right? <clears throat> you get off the ship, and you immediately you're killing guards. You're taken down. You escape into the prison as a way to loop back. Yeah, and then that you, was weird. And then you find out that whole first sequence was just a dream. Yeah, they yeah. pull the just a dream thing. And the way the game is, the way it's set up is that is basically a tutorial of everything you will be doing in the game and how it plays out. Uh, and they played up as a, as a dream sequence. I'm going to stop you right there because I want right. to butt in for a split second. You butt this, in? I don't believe this it. This was soul-crushing. <laughs> I had so much trouble getting through this role. And when I woke up and I was still in the ship, I told you this before the show. I was so angry. I got up. I turned off the Xbox. I walked away <laughs> for a while. I was so... I was like... I was like, man, this game really jumped into it. And then I was back on the ship going, I was just like, oh. Well, Didn't you you think it was kind of odd that the prison guards just let you kill them, basically? Well, the whole thing, I I don't know. I don't know. But my point is, that was crushing. It was a clever way to have basically a tutorial. Yeah. Except the tutorial was hard (laughs) and confusing. It wasn't that hard. For me, it was. Go ahead. So, when the game starts proper... It puts you in the prison environment. And the game is kind of divided up into four parts. You've got the dream sequence in the beginning. <laughs> then you've got your life as the prisoner. I mean, you're a prisoner. You're, you're doing odd jobs for different people in the prison, other prisoners, to get your reputation up so that they will help you in your ultimate uh, feat, which is to get out of the prison. Uh, and then you have a mine section because the prison is built on top of a mine uh, no ore extracting mine, and he has to get down there and do and get uh, some stuff, some security clearances, and whatnot. And that is when it introduces aliens and, and different oogly booglies that are in the mine that are evil and they're xenos, yeah, the bomb. yeah, very, very alien like. And then you've got the segment after the mine, which is you escaping the prison. So while the game is divided up like that, it's all meant to be seamless. It's all... You could always go back to the prison. You could always go back to the mine area. Um, And sometimes you have to backtrack and do that kind of thing. The layout for the game, very good. Very good. And this game plays from a a first-person perspective. And when I mean first-person, it is you are locked into the eyes of Riddick. Right? Uh, it, very mirror edge like in that it, uh, regard. It's funny you should mention that. That was my thought on a lot of this. There's a lot of shimmying and leaping, <laughs> and then it But when it does that, it'll build That's what a the few times you see the character. Yes, like outside of your own head, basically doing stuff. They were going to not have that pull out animation, but they said people got sick from it. Uh, like pulling yourself up ledge, climbing up ladders. It actually switches from an outside the body perspective and lets you watch him do that animation, and then goes back into the head. For me, those segments were very jarring, and I wish that it didn't do that. I can see why they did it, though. Oh, I can absolutely see why well, they did it. You do get sort of, because the animations for several things in this game, you get see them a lot. Yes. Opening doors, getting those uh, health shots, stuff like that, yeah. but... I can see why they did it. Not to mention it's one of the few times you actually see your guy do yes. it. So well, that's also kind of neat. And the killing, kill also animations. when you're shimmying across stuff, you see him and you're controlling him. That's kind of cool. I yeah. like seeing him sometimes. That way you remember what's going on, who you are. Um, so, but this game plays. This is none of what Riddick did was brand new to Riddick. What they did was they took a lot of concepts and mushed them together. Uh, another concept they have is limited HUD. And the HUD really only shows your health and when you pick up an item, if you pick up a gun or whatever, or a weapon or whatever, or when you're switching those things. Otherwise, there is no HUD, yeah. uh, which gives you more screen real estate to see this stuff that's going on. So what's the gameplay of, of Reddick? It is an action-slash-stealth game. Uh, depending on what segment you're in, it can also be a bit of a shooter. Uh, you are... Expected to explore these levels, and uh, with um, very mirror edge light controls, where you can <clears throat> climb up on ledges. He's very agile. Uh, the fighting in this, the conflict, the combat, is almost—I don't want to say punch-out style because it's not gimmick, but it's, it's real different than you would expect. It, I, I had trouble coming to grips with that yeah, too. Yeah, it, it's—it's you. Seeing your fist in front of your face and you've got a block and counter punch. It's it's yeah. a lot of block and counter punch. That's and, how it works. And early in the game, which I didn't in fact I never got to the point where I actually could pick up a gun. So. Oh no, the gun doesn't it's very late in the game because yeah. even the guards are walking around with guns, right? And you you could quote unquote have access to guns. But they're all fingerprinted. Well, they're, they're DNA. Right. So you have to. You, so you, you until you put them. yourself into the computer to gain access to the ability to use the guns, uh-huh. you can't use There's them. There's a funny scene at the beginning where one of the guys that you're doing the breakout with grabs yeah. a gun and it, it basically explodes. It fries <laughs> them. Yeah, it electrocutes them. <laughs> so yeah, no <laughs> guns. So the, the punching is sort of uh, pivotal. Yeah. Well, and, and later into the game, you will have more and more access to guns. Uh, but the main. Core element of the game is stealth. Uh, you do get uh, the reflective eyes at one point into the prison sequence. Yeah, that was confusing uh, when I watched that back. I didn't understand what was going on there. That, well, the, the, the shine eyes, that's how he can right, see but who in the who's the girl he was talking about in his I, no, that's I know, that's... A, if you, unless you're going to go deep in the lore, I'm not okay. going to go there. All right. Uh, once you get your shine eyes, it's a, a whole play of dark and hiding in the shadows, but you can still see. You can shoot out lights to darken the environment even more, where the guards can't see you, but you can see yeah, them. that's kind of neat. Uh, but when you get, when you are introduced to a bright light, it is blinding until your eyes kind of focus. And they do an excellent job with this. This is one of the earliest games that really had those light physics that worked. Um, yeah. They Being did. able to shoot out the lights to, to put more darkness in the room. Absolutely pivotal to gameplay. Lots and lots of fun there. Uh, and this game, for me, I played this back in the day even. And you beat played it. Played all said. the way through yeah. it. Yes. Uh, I, I never, That's impressive. I never owned it, but I, I didn't rent it. I borrowed it from someone and played all the way through it because this would have been my... Uh, uh, tail end of my college days this was a joy to go back and replay i'm not saying it's perfect it definitely has some of us some uh uh unfortunateness in some of the combat it can be unforgiving but once you get into it and you start playing it the story in this is pretty good the voice acting from the main characters are great some of the uh other actors you can tell are not very skilled yeah and when they're put against people who really can do good voice acting it shows how bad their performance is yeah i agree with that but overall the story in this is just fun enough to make you feel like a big tough guy and uh, i really enjoyed it what were your thoughts you know i, I had really never played this okay you know before uh, this week and i'm I guess I have played it this week. I wasn't well. I, I didn't have a ton of success, but it's okay. Not the best of these games. There's a sequence. Really, there's, this thing oozes like style. Like yeah. they really. I mean, it's amazing the graphics that the Xbox could pump out. Now I know we play a lot of stuff on like you know the ZX eighty one, yeah, yeah. the Super Cassette Vision. But I mean, I'm looking at these graphics. I'm just, my God, it's amazing how these look. And it's everything looks wet. And kind of grimy, you know? Yeah, it fits and, the setting. And the people in it look kind of grimy and cruddy, you know? Great and, facial animation. Yeah, yeah. And the lighting is off the charts, guys. It's off the charts. Yes. When he's shooting lights out and stuff, I mean, it really makes a big difference. And yeah. the light of the flashlights, you can see them from down the hall and the reflections. It's real cool. I love that. Uh, the The story's great, it really. I watched. The, I'll tell Brent. I I got. I played for a while. Then I watched the entire story, and it's it's really interesting. Uh, just, I mean, it's it's not this, we're not it's not Citizen Kane, but I mean, there's a story here yeah. to go uh, to go along with the gameplay, and it works. There's some scenes early on, and I did get to this part where you're where you actually go into the prison at the beginning, not right. the fake prison. And I mean, I keep in mind I work in prison. Okay, so. When you're led into this prison and you hear this noise, it sounds like there's a, a, a horde of people screaming and freaking out and uh, cheering and, and stuff. It's just like it's very disturbing when you go in here. If you weren't Vin Diesel, if this was me in the game, <laughs> I'd have been in deep trouble for sure. Now, there is a lot of that uh, old school uh, um Fetch quest stuff going on. This There's a lot of that. I mean, there, you there know is there some. is. There is This some. game didn't reinvent the wheel with how no. it operates. It, you, I need you to go get me this, and then I'll get you that. You hear that a lot. Now it m- makes more sense in a prison, yeah. frankly. But I mean, that's all it is. A lot of it. And it's and the different sections of the prison are divided into. Like there's a section where you're a, a, in the normal prison, then you're in the. Secondary part of the prison, then you're in the mines, and it's all you're doing quests to get stuff right. Sometimes they can be as simple as go see this guy, sometimes yeah. they're a lot more difficult. Uh, the, the introduction to the Xenos are is interesting because he, they one guy sends uh, Vin Diesel into this area that has a lot of gas that he can't survive and to get this package, and they're. Reason the gas is there is because it keeps the Xenos uh, from coming out. Yeah. So when they blow that part up, they just they overrun the, the Zenos, prison. Yeah, and then in. there's this awesome section where you're running to the prison while these aliens are killing everyone and yeah. you're shooting, you're shooting guards, you're shooting aliens, you're watching aliens take on these guards, these robotic suits. You know, yeah. there's a ton of sections in this where you look at other stuff going on and it's awesome. There's a great scene near the end where uh, Vin Diesel's character is shimmying over this pipe, and he looks down, and this big, huge alien is squaring off with one of the guards in these robotic suits. Yeah. And you're way, way above. It's real cool. Yeah, you just avoid the whole area. There's another thing. Talking about the fetch quest, Aaron, you can actually take a quest, right, or do an interactivity, maybe buy something from a guy, Yeah, and then after you've done it, just kill him. You, oh, don't, yeah. you don't have to, right? But you can. And there's no repercussions if you if you do it. But it, it, it gives you that kind of freedom. There's a funny bit. I <laughs> remember, remember this part where you get the stun gun from this guy. You buy the stun gun. The first thing I was watching the play. The first thing Benito does is stun the guy yeah. or something. And the guy goes, I knew you were going to do that. And <laughs> yeah. he falls over. Yeah. yeah. lap up, bud. Anyway, I thought this was a uh, control-wise you're going to there's a ton of buttons. That was what killed me. There's a lot of oh, stuff going you on. Get used to it, I, and I had trouble remembering how all the buttons. They're important. You can't screw them up. There's buttons like grab people and punch them and choke them. Yeah. And if you box those, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, and you can get killed pretty quick in this too. Now, yeah, yeah. You're not. I mean, you're a tough guy, but I mean, I got killed tons. You can take a lot of shots. Oddly enough. Uh, yeah, but if but, you're there with a bunch of guards and you, they're after you, you're done. Right. You're, right. unless You have can got get swarmed. You can also get lost, which I had that happen to me quite a bit. Yeah. And I, I guess there's no mapping of any sort. I couldn't find any mapping. Uh, so, but this game, even on the on the screens where you picked up uh, all your options up, I mean, you could tell this game was stylized. Because they've got those cubes with the... the yes. It's real cool. Yeah. Everything looked, in this thing, it, it, like, it drips money. Like, yeah. they, you could tell they spent a the bundle on this. And it was a big risk. I liked it. I liked it a lot, uh, the brand. I'm not going to lie. I thought this was a real winner. Am I good at it? Absolutely not. But, I mean, it was fun uh, the parts and I could see myself getting better at it. And there's some and the thing is they mix up the gameplay quite a bit with some yes. different elements. It keeps you interested. It so, keeps you so going. How long so I'm assuming did you beat this again this week? No, 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 no. No. I did not play through it this week. Yeah, I mean this, this is this is a this is a, a, a wacky one for sure. I uh, mean it's a it's it's about a four to six hour game if you know yeah. what you're doing. Uh, but we, <laughs> and if you're good. Uh, the critics love this game. Right? Oh yeah, I can imagine uh, all nine high nines uh, to to mid nines. Yeah, uh, this did get a PC release eventually. It yeah. also got a remaster. It, it because it was it came off and was that popular. It's got a platinum hits version as well. Uh, did we get any Discord action on we this? Got, we got a Discord review from Pajaco sixty five oh two who writes. I only got to play this for a couple of hours last night, so I really didn't get too far. But the time I spent with this, I really enjoyed by the time I uh, pulled myself away from it last night. Yes, it's a little old, so it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of a modern game like Lip Sync. But I really started to get into the story, and if I get time, like I'd like to work through the rest of it. I found it difficult to navigate around to start, but once you get used to how the game works, it all starts to pull together. If anything, my only real issue was having to set through so many mini cutscenes like the nano med sequences every time. That's true. <laughs> With a roster of famous actors, including Ron Perlman, Dwight Schultz, and of course, Vin Diesel, the whole thing feels like a movie. It, it ran a bit clunky on XEMU. I couldn't run it at all on that. Uh, so on my old laptop, so I switched to real hardware. And if you are used to first person shooter games, You'll be right at home. Definitely one to check out if you have the time. Nine out of ten. Yeah, I I would. I would agree with that. And Aaron, if you have an original Xbox, which I do, this thing is a easy to pick up item. Yeah. Uh, Usually running between uh, seven to ten bucks with case, Uh, and the reason for that is there's a bajillion copies out there. Uh, So this is one you can absolutely pick up for yourself. Play it on real hardware and have a really good time yeah, with it. I, and I will augment what uh, Jocko said. I actually, you know, I've got a real Xbox, and i played both these games on the real Xbox, but I was thinking, I was like, I wonder how the emulation is on this. So I, I broke out uh, XEMU, which I hadn't broken out for a long time, the Xbox emulator. And I was surprised how many games run on it now and how well they run. Now, you got all, to have the system for with it. With all that said, it's not like I have a hot rod. With I all do? that said, <laughs> this game, I did not run right. It had problems. So, But I will say, the game I chose, it ran flawlessly. Uh, and so, there you go. Without With that said, let's go ahead and talk about what I chose. So, I went a different direction here. I, but I did want to play something I I had a cup of coffee with, but I didn't... Roy, really get into it back in the day, uh, and so I thought I would pick something that uh, I at least uh, had some prior knowledge to. So in this case, I picked Bam Dungeons Dragons Heroes. I was surprised, the Brent, when I was looking for an exclusive game to, to find that this was an exclusive. That's yeah. the reason. That's the main reason I picked it. I couldn't believe that this game uh, was exclusive to the. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of odd, and well, there's a funny story behind it. So. X. Uh, uh, this was announced, uh, and it was delayed several times for release. It was announced well before it got released, and so it was announced for the uh, Xbox, the GameCube, and the PS2. All right, and they even they even took pre orders for the PS2 uh, version of this game. <laughs> well, the word on the street is uh, the word on the street is that Microsoft. Did, did a deal paid for to, the exclusive to make it to be an exclusive so, God, I hate that. Keep companies in mind that. though that like I said, people actually paid uh for this, pre-ordered it for the for the PlayStation. So the PlayStation 2. So they were out of luck. So this could have been on other machines. And unlike yours, this is a true Xbox exclusive. It's not been ported to anything including the PC. So uh released uh September twenty third, two thousand three. So yours said yours is what, 2001, two thousand and Oh, yours is okay. So a little bit earlier than yours. Uh, this one was developed by Atari Interactive Hunt Valley Studio and was uh, published by Atari Incorporated. This is that zombie of Atari that was ramp- romping and stomping yeah. uh, back in, no, in those days. Atari by name only. Yeah. So if you're a Dungeons and Dragons person, uh, you'll understand what's going on here. But this allegedly, this I found this amusing, this was uh, based uh, supposedly based on some rule set of the, uh, the 3.0 3.5 one of those. Yeah, well I mean you know how that goes. Uh, uh, I don't I'll, I'll, your mileage will vary on that. Based on man, it, it stopped the table from wobbling when they put it under the leg. Yeah, so get this. this was a this was Atari's first console game uh, 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 for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and this one uh, was a four-player offering. Yes. Uh, so in this game, you get to play uh, yeah, the D&D 3.0 Edition rule set. You play as a fighter, cleric, rogue, or wizard. <clears throat> and your job in this game is to defeat an evil wizard. Now, there's, a, there's sort of an elaborate backstory. I'm not going to get too deeply into this backstory because it's kind of confusing and weird. Your character's... <laughs> And, and you can play this by yourself or with friends. Simultaneous one to four player action. So your characters in this, the characters you play, were people that had already defeated this wizard once. Yeah. And uh, um, as his last dying act, he he cast a spell that killed you. Yeah. He, he cast self destruct. It was 150 years before this game takes place. The wizard was called Caden. And he, and he, so he nuked all your guys. Well, somehow, 150 years later, uh, some evil clerics were trying to take Caden's power. Never a good move. And you know, evil clerics are the dumbest crap. And they're <laughs> at it again. You know, I think of these guys like modern TV preachers. Like, how can we get them? <laughs> so these, so Caden, of course. They woke him up. He rose up from the dead. He killed all the evil clerics, of course. Stomped a mud hole in him, And now he's back. And so the people of the realm were "We to wake up these other heroes. It's like, why didn't you do that 150 years ago if you had that kind of <laughs> did, jack? Did, did you hear what god they used to bring him back? <sighs> Which one did they use? Praetor, the god of strength. Well, they... <laughs> it <well>, like, what? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So... They uh, they raise the your son, I should say. They raise right. your heroes, and they say, "Listen, welcome back to and We need you to go out and risk your life <laughs> yeah. against insurmountable odds. <laughs> Here's uh, the sword we found that you died with. We don't think it works as well anymore. Good luck yeah, with yeah. that." <laughs> so they get your your ancestral weapons have been sharded, basically, and the shards are spread over, like I think it's like seven or eight different areas, you have to go find them to give your... Every time you find one, it augments your weapon. Yeah. Okay, so that's the gimmick. And they want you to rescue the kingdom of Baal because this was a great kingdom that's now getting subjugated by this evil wizard. So your job in this is to go through and pick up lots of different gimmicks. There's all kinds of crap that they... You know, it's, it's, it's just a thing to get you to go to point A to point yeah. B. So uh, this game plays... And an interesting I mean I would I really I really liked the the, the view of this game. Uh, this game gives you an interesting viewpoint because it's you it's an above it's an above the action viewpoint but you can take your your stick and you can zoom the action to to all, basically third person perspective sort of. And then yeah but you can zoom way out to where you're like from the blimp like yeah. you're way up high. So you can get a good view of where you're at. <clears throat> and then your right, uh, your right joystick, your analog controls the camera around. Yep. It actually works well. I was, I, I enjoyed this viewpoint. I've played some of these games that from like a, this, like an isometric way out, and I, I like the ability to zoom in and out because also it gives you a better view of the things you're fighting, you know, so that you can at least enjoy some of the graphical elements of the game more when you're real far out in like a Super Diablo camera point of view, you don't get to see them as well. So I enjoyed okay. that. Um, this game, if you've played any of the uh, the Gauntlet series that were... Gauntlet Legends. Gauntlet Legends, Gauntlet Dark Legacy, or one of yeah. other ones. If you've played any of those games, this game is sort of like a more serious... More a more attractive, deeper version of those. Not more attractive. I think it's more attractive. I think it's I actually. I thought this game was a real good looking game. Very brown. Well, no, I mean, it, I mean, it looks fine. It looks fine. It looks fine. Well, I mean, not every sex is brown. I know, uh, so uh, it's this game. used, again, much like the uh, uh, Chronicles of Riddick. This game has some real nice dynamic lighting. This is when they were really tuning all that in. Yes, uh, yeah. it's got nice water effects. You know, the, yes. I thought the graphics are real attractive in this. Uh, as you go through the dungeons, or, like, in the, for for example, in the first part of this, you start in, like, some old mines. And you're going through, and you're fighting spiders. This is stuff to get you acquainted with the game and whatnot. The controls are actually quite nice. They've, you've got a control that just swings your weapon. You've got a control that, uh, that will block... You've also got controls to use whatever magic that you've got, You've got a, and they've got dedicated buttons to, like, health. They've also got a throwing weapon, and your weapon can vary depending on what you pick up. Uh, as you go through the dungeons, you'll acquire different equipment, you, and you can go to the equipment screen to put on armor and hats and shoes and whatnot, change your weapon. I liked all that, yeah. actually. And one thing you don't – a lot of people probably don't know this, but if you click your right – this was a – I didn't realize it until halfway through – if you click your right joystick, button, it brings up a really good like on-screen map. map. Yes, yeah. you got to have the map. The, yeah, <sighs> the game's almost unplayable without it. The you... map, the map. I didn't, I played to the full first level without the map. Oh God, yeah, that, that's no good. And I was like to myself, surely they put in a map, and they did. Yeah. So, but that. And also, I didn't know how to use the health. I had to. I had to go read the docs. Uh, so, a little black button. Yeah. Uh, so you can imagine having four people playing this at once. It, it's a good. It, it'd be a good time. And I, uh, the uh, the the characters are different. You know, you really have a good scope of different guys. I mean, it's the four corners of the D world where you're playing your, yeah. you know. But it's still there. You got to. It's a good blend, and you can work together to do stuff. So. Now, this game does some things I absolutely hate. All right, and the the main thing that I hate. Why do I always get mad at Zelda, for example? There's nothing I hate more than running, being a big a guy that rose from the dead, and I'm, all I do is go around and smash barrels and boxes. And coffins, anything that's breakable. That's all. And so in this game. And you gotta do it. You're the barrel busting master of the game. Everywhere you go, it's a gauntlet, was the same way. This is even more egregious. Gauntlet doesn't do it. I mean, no, gauntlet. Gauntlet, gauntlet, gauntlet Yeah, gauntlet, yeah. Uh, um, Legacy, you're yeah. going through and blowing up barrels, yeah. you're blowing up. Uh, uh, oh, this ca- is a. This is nonstop. That, that is it ta- like and Nate, you've played d d for years have you ever done that like in d d no they're using d d rules for this are well. you kidding me well, okay. I'm just saying, I know, I know. So <laughs> they made the game and then loosely took a tablecloth that said D&D on it and, and draped it over top. Right. Well, this has almost nothing well, to do with they, D&D. you know, it's got as much to do with D&D as gone. So what, where is the d and Oh, you're right. I admit, it has as much to do with D&D the as gone. The D&D are elements the, are the setting and the monsters. I think the, a lot of the monsters are well done. You've got zombies. Yeah. You've got uh, the up. if you get to the upper levels where you end up fighting Fire Giants, or uh, Ice Giants, and Trolls, and hawks uh, uh, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Some real, some of the mind, uh, whether Zants or whatever, if you get way up in there, you get some of the mind control weirdness, you know, the planier monsters. So they put in a good scope of stuff. This is also one of those games that irritates you when you, the NPCs, they want you to do stuff for them, but when it's time, they're like, oh, but we'll sell you some stuff. Yeah. yeah are you... you kidding me? I just wouldn't gut this stupid onk for you, and now you're going to sell me leather armor? I would gut that old man and lose my cleric abilities like that. Please please help me save. Please come to our aid and save the realm. But that, that leather armor is going to cost you. Yeah. Now, this. Uh, so there are some parts, obviously, that we don't like, but... You can play. Anyone can jump in at any time, which is nice. Oh, but, I didn't know that. The level thing, uh, they, they've they got a system in so that the level thing will even out as people come in later or earlier. You can save the game at any time. Plus, the game provides save points on the map in case you like, forget. You'll come across one and it'll well, say, it oh, they want to save. Points. But I'm just saying, it. you can save it where you yeah. want. But that's still, I like having yeah. both. Uh, the, uh, uh, I think the, uh, the, the, the different types of creatures are cool. I know it's a lot of different yeah. creatures. Yeah. They yeah, look good. The act, the, like when you blow one away that I like when you like, for example, if you kill an undead, you sort of see the spirit come out, uh, I didn't get far enough into the game to see the ultra creatures that come out, but there's some, like, you fight likes and Dragons. Oh, and yeah, I didn't get to those. I got to the first boss. Yeah. Uh, and and, the, and it, it's a gimmick boss, which I'm guessing uh, most of them are, because if you just wanted to beat on stuff, they've got plenty of that before the boss. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, this was a fine game. Yeah. El- uh, I, I think, depending on how multiplayer works, because obviously I didn't try it, 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 do they still, does everyone have their own, I mean, I'm guessing it's not all on the same screen. What's, oh, no, you when you, the individual person hits the start button, they come, they come up with their loot and whatnot, just like it well, normally would. Right, but is it couch multiplayer or online multiplayer? No, it's couch multiplayer. Oh, my God, who That's controls awful. the camera? I, that's there. That is, therein lies the rub. Oh God, that would be horrible. Well, I mean, you got to think the gauntlets <laughs> were like that. I wanted to mention. I didn't go over the. Yeah, people but gollets, that, You couldn't change the camera. I didn't go over the people that made this, but there's a couple that are need mentioning. So the designer of this game was a lady named Brenda Braithwaite. If the name's familiar to you, she uh, she had worked on the Wizardry series. If you remember the Wizardry yeah. series, so there's someone with some pedigree there. Uh, I think this is a pretty good game. I think I, I was surprised actually. I, I found this online, and pl- I found this when I was playing an on online stream uh, last month. And I thought to myself, "This is I like this more than the Gauntlets because I like the graphics better. There's more depth. It's that they take like I don't like a game where you control a whole party. This is sort of my speed for D and D game. But I, I, you could do a game like that looks like this. With, that's more D and D like. If you want, if you want my opinion, yeah. I, 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 and and those games are out there. Yeah, and I, well, I mean, not when this was out, really. Uh, the, um, but if you want something, it's just like some arcadey fun where you run around, kill bad guys, like you said. Like it, it's basically like a very elaborate gauntlet. That you could do worse than this, just because I think it's I think it's really pretty and well done. The voice acting not so good, Al. I well, mean, it's, not, it's the not the worst. It's not the worst, but it's a it's a mixed bag. Plus, they just keep they keep uh, laying trope after trope on you. Oh yeah, you know uh, yeah. as you go through it. And if you, I don't know if you watch this to the end, I did The, didn't, the yeah, ending didn't watch was it sort of uh, it, it. wasn't as satisfying as Riddick. You put it that way. <laughs> I mean, do I, I don't put this game on the same plateau, uh, uh, high high peak as Riddick in terms oh, of quality. Oh, no. But oh, my no. for what this does and what they set out for, I thought this was a pretty good effort. What did you think about this when it, you scrapped my, in? Here's my biggest problem with this game. Yeah. The gameplay in this is fine. It, it's just the runaround. It's a hack and slash. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not... No wheels were reinvented in the making of this game, okay? It's, well, except for maybe the graphic... The visual interface, I do really like that, and I don't remember a lot of games... At this time, that let you zoom all the way in and come all the way back out and spin the area. It lets you look at every nook and cranny, and the art that the art that they put down here really deserves to be looked at and viewed. And it makes it more fun to be able to go in there and look at it. So I did like that. Well, otherwise I agree with you. Well, yeah. that's not re- reinventing the graphics. They ain't reinventing the wheel. Well, um, I know why they put the Dungeons and Dragons name on this. Right? It's it's the sell it's the sell copies. That's right. But Outside of saying, like, oh, you leveled up, you get a feat. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to take, like, uh, uh, like, weapon proficiency. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to take this move that lets you shout and stun things near you. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that. It's like, shut up. Yes, you do. Actually, that stuff's in there. Well, no, it's is. Not. No, it no, is. It not. absolutely is. That stuff's all in the book. You can look that up. You uh, can look up those feeds. I, I in will there. have to go back and look, because I surely do not remember those from any time I was playing. Well, um, but so... The, It's just got the windows dressings of D&D. Also, if your dungeon master was ever like, okay, you go into the room and there's like... Fourteen spiders and then you finish that concept that combat and your like DM three goes seconds <laughs> like, your DM comes goes, Okay, you walk into the next room, there's twelve more spiders. That's yeah. when your entire party gets up and leaves the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So but all that aside, yeah, you can't none compare of that's in, to none of that's important. Yeah. Uh, if you go in and say, Man, I want a, a hack and slash that's that's gonna have good enough controls I'm, and that I'm just going to brain dead out and play, this is a fine, fine choice. Yeah. Uh, when you level up, there are some decisions to be made. A lot of it is locked behind uh, how high level you are, which makes sense. Uh, and then you can, when you select something, in most cases, you can select it a second, third, sometimes even a fourth yeah. time, and it adds a little bit more every time yeah. you select it. That's fun. Uh, you wear leather armor plus one, or you wear uh, you know uh, uh, uh a, a chain mail plus two. So that kind of stuff from D D. That's all in here. I think that the rules part comes in basically when you're up when you're leveling. That's when it really kicks you, in. You have strength, I'm sure got intelligence, in constitution. Yeah. You have all those type of stats that kind of tie it to the DD world. It's a shame you can't make your own guy. That's also you, something you, you can't do. You are who you are, yeah. right. You get to play the four characters and that's it. Um, I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think this is a solid, probably 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think this is something, this does emulate significantly better yeah. uh, than Riddick. I played this on Xemu perfectly, and it looked great, by the yeah. way. It was real so, attractive. I, I mean, I... Give it a shot. Yeah, I, we're gonna have to try this multiplayer yeah. just because I'd love to see what happens with the. Co- I would love if every person got their got to control the camera and it was just a big fight to see who could spin the camera to see what they needed to look at. We're gonna have to check that out. Maybe we'll get back to you. You know, a few years ago, me and the Chubb went up to the house we have on the river, and we had I brought a, a Dreamcast with us, and we played through all the Gauntlet games on there. It's the two of us. It was a good time. And this game is very reminds me of that kind of fun. Yeah, I could see taking to it to four people like a little party game. Everybody sit down and play it again, just like just like uh, uh, playing something like a gauntlet or whatnot. Uh, but there were a few things I would have added that really irritated me. I will say one thing I didn't like, and I think this is a a to a, a, a the game. It's when you're fighting stuff. I don't even necessarily have to see how many hit points it's got left, but I would like to know what it is. Like often you're fighting oh, well, creatures. You it doesn't tell do you anything. because there's too many creatures on the screen at one time. Well, I would like to see as you hit one, the other games do it. I want to see what I'm hitting. I like to see what the stuff it is. I say, you know, what is that exactly? Spider. You know, <laughs> uh, review wise, this game did pretty well. Uh, um, the people on uh, on Moby give this a seven point four out of ten. Which is not bad. No, I think you know, that's I fair. think that's a pretty fair score. In fact, I would say that's a, right in the same wheelhouse. Game Pro gave this a five out of five. RPG Fan gave this an eighty-five uh, percent. Deco gave this an eighty-five percent, which is another role-playing out. Someone outfit. gave this a perfect score. Y- yeah, someone did. Well, I mean, hey, it, I guess Wiz- it, there's, wizards' pockets are deep. It is what it is. It, uh, it ain't a perfect game. I did game. eBay this. Uh, you can get a copy of this. All you know, it's funny. Xbox games did, are cheap. A lot of them are real cheap. Yeah, this that's is a, a billion. And dollars. the thing is, this is another good one. Yeah, uh, and you can get it for. I saw it go between seven and eighteen bucks all day yeah. long. I did see a sealed copy that was going for a hundred and forty fifty or best offer. Yeah, good luck. Your sucker. mileage may vary. We didn't get any. Uh, no one took this on this week in the Discord. So that's sort of disappointing. Uh, but I think it's, uh, cause this one does take a little bit of time. And I'm not sure one has a functional Xbox sitting around. But I will tell you, the ISO is out there if you want to find it. And the, uh, you, uh, the emulation on this thing, it works. Yeah. It works quite well. Uh, any parting thoughts on the uh, whole Xbox? Listen, I think these are two fun ones. Didn't you? I mean, I enjoyed them. Yeah. No, I, <clears throat> I mean, I knew going in mine was good. And I was pleasantly surprised when you didn't pick a stinker. So uh, yep. occasionally. Yeah, it does. I think the Xbox is, un- like I said, underserviced, and I think people... Pull that thing back out. You can still buy these things relatively inexpensively. You can hack them easily. Yeah. You know, these are... And, and they are have a multitude of uses. Uh, I urge you to uh, go out, get you an Xbox. You probably want to have that sucker recap somewhere, you know, because they do have some issues, Brent, as now, you know. Now, Aaron, I have a question. Yeah. Would you rate... Retro Rewind, a five out of five. You got that right. Me and GamePro are dead, dead on. <laughs> Listen, if you need some recap and to be done, there's just one place to go, especially if you're, in, uh, if you're in North America, and that's heading over to our friends, RetroRewind.ca, Brent. Our good buddy Frank's up there. Do you have His specialty are your Commodore computers. Do you yes. have a C64 C128? c16 one of these oddball ones you have a cd tv what are you doing you gotta get that thing recap those things are worth a fortune brother so head on over Rewind.ca and get that stuff taken care of hey do you have a car computer that's another one look at that double color brent nice one do you have a car computer he'll take care of you on that aspect as well and it's not just repair services that frank offers He's the man when it comes to accelerators. You have an Amiga 600 accelerator board. Do you need a flash solution? Flash solutions at the yin yang. Get the kung fu flash, got the SDC for the cocoa. Everything you want can be found at RetroRewind.ca. I don't want to overhype it, judge for yourself. <laughs> what do you got for us, the Brent? Oh, it'd be wheel time. Oh, man. Arr, are back we, to the wheel we go. Oh, yeah. What are we doing this week? What's we new? only had to add a retro rewind piece since oh, we yeah. hit the retro rewind last time. Good point. And we have added to the retro rewind a little bit of VIC-20. The VIC-20. We had a good time. A, with little, our, bit, a little bit of VIC-20. Have we Vicky. done it only once? I don't think we only did VIC-20 one time. I don't remember doing it more than once, so that would be fun. I don't know. Yeah. Fire that sucker up. That's kind of wobbly. What is it? Oh, so close. (laughs) What did you get, Debra? Almost, Little Vic. We got the Philips VG5000 uh, suggested by Salem. Okay. Can you repeat what that is one more time? The Philips VG5000. I have no idea what that is. Phil, which made the Odyssey, so maybe it's something like maybe it's like an Odyssey. Are you trying to imply that Salem OK would steer us wrong, Aaron? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Hey, just a few things I wanted to mention to everybody. Uh, First of all, hey, thanks everybody for uh, hanging out with us. We ended up, uh, we're coming off a couple of our most successful shows of the year, and we appreciate uh, your uh, fine attentions. And putting up with us, uh, thank you very much for supporting us. And we really uh, enjoy when we get that kind of action. It very makes us makes us feel good inside. Doesn't it, Brent. Now, this time next week, Brent, oh. you know where I'm going to be. I'm going to yeah. be oh. I'm going to be in the in the, in the hallowed in the grounds of Chicago, chi Town. I'm going to keep my head low as I go in next. Uh, it'll be uh, Friday. Uh, and Saturday and Sunday, well, we'll be attending Cocoa Fest. Cocoa Fest, by the way, I should mention this. Get your sign ready. Cocoa Fest is being uh, sponsored this year by, bam, retrorewind.ca. Hey, Newsflash, it's not like we're, just because they sponsor us doesn't mean they're rinky-dink. These guys are top shelf. They're sponsoring the whole freaking convention, dude. Retrorewind.ca. Good, little, look at all those. Very good. So... Uh, if you are so inclined, check out the stream that will be happening. I believe it's going to be on the Coco uh, Nation uh, uh, Twitch channel, but I'll drop a note somewhere where I find out exactly who's going to be streaming. But the event will be streamed. Myself and John, Boat of car shawler, will be whisking up there. We're actually going to be on stage performing. Uh, I hate to say it that way because that, that's going like to go over dance. We're going to be up there doing a live Cocoa show uh, amongst the many presenters and uh Illustrious speakers that'll be attending Cocoa Fest next week. So uh, check out that, look into that, and uh, hopefully that'll be a lot of fun. That will push the live ARG for next week back, probably several days, or possibly pull it forward. Who knows? Yeah, we point. we shouldn't we shouldn't miss. It should be coming out on time. Yeah, the video oh. release we're all good. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a problem, but uh, we'll just be recording it on a different day. Um, I want to mention once again, we got Boat Fest coming up. Uh, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for it. It's in June. It's going to be number one with a bullet, Brit What do you think about Boat Fest? I think it's going to be in June and be number one with a bullet. Yeah, you don't have any opinions on anything, do you? <laughs> June twenty third to. No, 25th. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have I have taken off work, and hopefully they won't force they won't force me or lock me to the desk. So, uh. uh it shouldn't be, be that time. bad because you have no actual skills. I can't oh. remember what you're doing. Well, let me tell you something, Aaron. I fool a lot of people every day. Yeah, you fool. I, I, that, I, that's your skill. So, deception. Anything else you want to add before we take things to the house? Like, for example, uh, yeah, talking I'll, about I'm your I'm going to talk real quick. Uh, show sponsors. Uh, I want to run down who makes this lovely show possible, who isn't RetroRyan.ca? Because we've got some good people out there, Aaron that uh, uh, donate their their hard-earned dollar dues to help push us along on a weekly basis. Take us along down the path as we lay there limp. Uh, that'd be Rolo, Mr. B, Terry Howard, Frodo and L, Laron It's Laron <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Kevin Bean, Mitsuyama, O All of Hope, David Terrence, Roushi, Graham W. Vetke, Andy Jones, uh, Jason Warrens, Jerry D, Dave Velociraptor, Sundown, Templar Marr, Chris Munch, Petzl, Rob Flack O'Hara, Texas Foosballer, Chris Folds, Richard Smith, Pachaco, 6502. It's hard not to slot back into it. Andy Craig, Zenon Canine, John Dykeman, uh, Bernard Lucas, Steve Rathmussen, retroalgy Anthony Jarvis, and John Bodecourt Schaller as our Spirit of the Wheel, your episode coming soon, good sir. Yeah, I'd say once Coco Fest is put, put to bed. Yeah, here. i got to get past the old festers. And you should mention, what is the Spirit of the Wheel? Because people hear you say that, they don't really know. Uh, Spirit of the Wheel is a special one-slot one, uh, one slot category within our Patreon structure that allows you to choose an extra topic for us to do a mini-review on. So, effectively, you're buying yourself another show. Yeah. Released to the general public, Royce so the all coming. You get to be the king dog. That's the, it. And What do they get to pick on that show? They get to pick a a uh, topic for discussion. Yeah. Uh, and John kind of went a little bit farther, and since he's the first spirit of the wheel, I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. Um, so, but the normally you would get to pick a topic of discussion, and then we do a little mini episode. I see. That. And how would if someone wanted to go after that? How where would they get that information? Well until John uh, relents his throne yeah uh, he is the sole spirit of the wheel I see so you have to just keep checking patreon uh, join up and when you see that slot open take it or you can always just beat John up and and uh, you know force him out of his th- off his crown I like it I like that idea so we'll be back next week with whatever that Phillips machine was and and t- yeah hold it up the just everybody knows. Until then, please join me and Boat at Coco Fest. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Death Styles for our vector-style graphics and Barkbit for our amazing music. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning? You can do so at patreon.com slash ARG Presents.